And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? 1 Peter 4:18. This verse should be the sound of the alarm bells ringing on that ticking clock of the return of Christ that should be a wake-up call to all. Sinners or saints, young or old, black or white, meaning your views are dead set and you see no other colors in between. Even green or gray, just trying your best to find the way, meaning, whether we are newbies, green in the gospel or have the gray head of wisdom from years in his service, we all should hear the terrifying warning of that verse. My sister and I have discussed this in great detail over the years. If you really dissect this verse, it really asks us to think long and hard about the very simple truth that if the righteous, those who have exchanged the filthy rags of their own righteousness for the perfect covering of the righteousness of God himself stated Isaiah 54:17b, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. There is no righteousness outside the righteousness of God. It is not possible for any human, or any other pagan belief system to offer righteousness to us. Our righteousness will only be found through the acceptance of Jesus Christ, and in the washing of our souls in His blood. This verse tells us that bearing all that, if we do the very best we can do, we will still scarcely be saved, which means just barely making it in. And yes, I do realize there is a whole doctrine of once in grace, always in grace. I realize even more painfully the current movement is repentance. What repentance? What I personally believe this line to mean is this, even though we are saved and our salvation is assured, Romans 8 35-39, but being human and subject to all things human, all the snares of trying to live holy in an incredibly unholy world. A world that not only encourages every kind of imaginable sin, but celebrates those sins and even alienates others for not participating in those sins. The deception is so strong, just as Jesus warned us of the false Christs, and false prophets. Matthew 24 24, For there shall arise false Christs, and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. False teachers and false prophets that lie and deceive those who want a commandment-free religion and choose deception over true salvation. And he is warning us that this deception is so meticulously convincing that if IT were not for his divine intervention, his very chosen would be deceived. He will not allow us to be deceived. Unless we allow ourselves to be. Which also brings in two more verses. Matthew 16:24. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross and follow me. Notice the denial denial of all the desires and whims of the flesh and of this world. Taking up that cross, having crucified our flesh daily through the renewing of our minds in his word and following in his footsteps and his teachings and choose to be led by God, who does truly know everything rather than a world who likes to think they know more than even God, who created it all, including them. Forsaking all their high-browed arguments against God, and against the very laws and commandments he himself designed for our own good, and against the truth of his existence, trusting in their genetic frailty and decay because they simply refused to acknowledge that their pompous minds could be wrong and that their souls could actually be subject unto a higher being, and that there could be a standard that they will be measured against. And it is just easier for them to deny his existence rather than to admit their guilt. Even though there is no escape clause in the Bible excusing us from the penalty of eternal hell and damnation because of our unbelief, quite the opposite, gotta have faith in him and in his existence. Hebrews 11:5. But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. These pressures and these forces that make it so hard for us, 
that we scarcely slide by their traps, the traps of the temptations to sin, the traps of false doctrines whispered in our ears and bombarding us by television and media. I, for one, think we need to stay away from even listening to these lies, I know others may study other religions but in doing so, they are opening themselves up to the doctrine of devils and allowing those polluted thoughts inside their minds, we are told specifically that all these teachings are against God and this will get you on the wrong side of the boat, fast. James 4 4, Ye adulterers, and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of, with, the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will, wants to, be a friend of the world is the enemy of God, makes himself the enemy of God. All the nonsense of learning each other and fellowship of tolerance is just more of Satan's deceptions. God never said to hate others or mistreat them because of differences but his word tells us to stay away from all of it. None of us ever grow so much or climb so high that we are above temptation, snares and traps, as long as we are human and on this earth we can do and will stumble, that is why we are told scarcely, but we repent, get up, go on and try it again. One of the innumerable beauties of Christ is that he is faithful to forgive us, over and over and over, when our hearts are sincere, his grace is endless. But for those who do err and teach sin and absolute contempt for his commandments and yet proclaim salvation to all whether they repent or accept Christ or not that somehow they are under a magical umbrella, teaching the complete opposite of repentance and salvation. Matthew 15 8,9 This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their hearts is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. He warned us right there. We are warned many times of the deception, that they will use his name, they will shout to the whole world that he is great, all this comes from their lips but in their heart, remember, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, so their heart, the truth of their belief is far, far from God or the things of his kingdom. I believe that the false teachers do not even believe in his existence. I truly do not think anyone could believe in him and not fear teaching the things they teach. They teach the things people want to hear, to give them a false sense of eternal security they're converting them to that actual security, in order to gain financially and in popularity. Sometimes it is hard to win people to the Lord, but truthfully, I think some of the greatest words we will ever hear in doing so, is these I don't want to be a hypocrite, when someone acknowledges that they are not interested in serving the Lord, and that they fear the Lord and do not want to allow others to believe that they are while still unrepentant, that proves that there is hope for that person. As long as they believe that he is, there is hope, as Jesus also told us, John 3 18-20, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light is coming to the world, and men loved the darkness rather than the light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved, exposed. This answers Peter's question, where will they stand at his coming? Where will the ungodly, those who deny, ridicule, and scoff at God, his statues, and his very existence? Where will the sinners, I know everyone hates that word now, used to make people think, now just makes them angry, how dare anyone call them a sinner? That is a big one right there. Self-willed and prideful, lust of life, refusal to acknowledge that we could possibly do wrong. We do not need to beat people over the head but when they are running the reprobate risk we need to give the awake up call. Sin is sin, and well, certain things are sin, you do those things, guess what, makes you a sinner. We have all been sinners. 
We all struggle against sin. That is part of scarcely. Me, you, everyone fights sin. Again Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Messiah, said this, point blank, period, no ifs, no ands, and no buts. This is the list of those who will not be allowed in his kingdom. Revelation 21 5-8 And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new, and he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful, cowards, and the unbelieving, and the abominable, despicable, obnoxious, etc., and murderers, and whoremongers, sexually immoral, and sorcerers, psychics, witchcraft, etc., and idolaters, putting everything before God, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. These are the words of Jesus, it is not written in red because John was writing to us what Jesus spoke to him, and we know this is indeed Christ by his reference of Alpha and Omega. Just to be so clear of whose words these are, and the words of Christ are written in red, so Revelation 1:8, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. He reveals his complete identity in this verse, he is the beginning of all things, he is the end of all things, he is everything in between. He was, John 1-17, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth into darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory, as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him, and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake, he that cometh after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. All that Jesus had said of himself. Humans cannot look on the face of God, when Jesus came here, he came as the Son of God, He is the Son of God, He is the Word, which did truly dwell among us and at His resurrection we were given the gift of that resurrection power which allowed the death of our flesh and spiritual birth in Him because He actually dwells in us through the Holy Ghost. But He is also God, which is why He referred to Himself as is and is yet to come, meaning His return to earth and His kingdom that will be very much on earth, precisely in what is now Jerusalem, soon to be New Jerusalem. And as far as His Word, which He is, He left us all we need to know in the pages of His Holy Word, the Bible. Study it for yourself, or get the audio version of the King James and listen to it. Do not take others' words as His Word, we are in such a time of deception and there is only one way to heaven, and the return to New Jerusalem and assurance of eternal life, and that is through Jesus Christ. 1 John 2 22-23, Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is an antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. 
Whosoever denieth the Son, the same hath not the Father, but, he that hath acknowledged the Son hath the Father also. We have to have Jesus and we have to have his salvation and his forgiveness, and we will not have to ask ourselves where shall we appear, when this world hears something similar to those spoken by the Lord in the book of Amos, when they are told to prepare to meet that God. He's coming back, ready or not, and we better be prepared to meet him. Love and peace to ya, till next time. Thanks for reading.